everybody, and welcome to Comic Club, your friendly neighborhood comic book podcast. I am your host, Blaine McGaffigan, and I am joined, as always, by Adam, Adman Cook. Hey, Blaine. Great to be here. Great to have you, buddy. We're streaming live today from the Comic Cave. Each month, we read a new comic or graphic novel and break it down on the show. This is our spoiler-free, shorter episode where we introduce which book we are reading and chat about our first impressions, including... The Bare Bones, who this comic is for, and judging a book by its cover. This month, we'll be reading Secret Invasion by Brian Michael Bendis and Lionel Francis Yu. Adam, give us the bare bones. In Secret Invasion, a shape-shifting alien species known as the Skrulls have infiltrated all aspects of Earth undetected, and it's up to Marvel's heroes and villains to find out who is who and save the world once again. Blaine, why did we choose Secret Invasion this month? We're reading Secret Invasion, of course, because it is an upcoming MCU television series, and we love to prep ourselves and our listeners for the upcoming shows. Also, when we first started with this concept, we knew there's a bunch of great DC graphic novels. They they really do a good job of making finite stories on the DC universe, And on the Marvel side, we were like, you know what? How about we work our way through the events of Marvel, starting with Avengers Dissembled? So you can go back and listen to, actually, Avengers Dissembled, and then we did one on House of M. So I wanted to sort of set the plate on where we are in the Marvel Universe, because it's going to be a little bit different from where we are in the MCU. So... First, we have Avengers Dissembled, and this is when Brian Michael Bendis comes into the Marvel Universe and kind of breaks up the team, right? Then the House of M, they sort of do the same thing for the X-Men. They sort of um, shatter it. There's no more mutants. Go back and listen to our episode. It has massive ramifications. After that is Civil War, and it differs slightly from the movie, the MCU movie you've seen, because In Civil War, it is the classic, Tony is about registering superheroes because a small superhero team basically makes a mistake and they accidentally like blow up some civilians. And so the government's like, y'all need to register. And then you have Cap on the unregistered side. And this creates a huge schism, just like the films, but it goes on for many years. And actually Cap is leading sort of um, this team called the Mighty Avengers who we're going to see show up in Secret Invasion. You have like Ares, the god of war. You have Captain Marvel, I believe. Um, a couple other heroes you'll you'll kind of see on that team. It's kind of a weird band of heroes. Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew, things like that. And then on the, they're called the Secret Avengers. You have Wolverine, Captain America, Steve Rogers. You have Luke Cage and heroes like that that are underground and they're hanging out over in Doctor Strange's manor and just hiding from the law. And that is sort of the state of the world at this time. Um, Ronan, who has been known as Hawkeye, comes in. He's also in the Secret Avengers here. So we're going to see him crop up. And this takes place right after this huge event where Captain America Steve Rogers died. So Steve Rogers dies here. And that is the landscape. So we're seeing sort of this this world where it is still very fractured. It is still very post-Civil War. Cap, 
uh, well, well, Steve's dead, but um, Iron Man has that weighing on his conscience quite a bit. And that is sort of sets the landscape where everybody's already at odds. And here we have the scrolls come down in this kind of invasion of the body snatchers-esque story that uh, is Secret Invasion. Adam, do you sort of have experience with Secret Invasion? Have you read this? I have not read this. This is my first time down the Secret Invasion uh, rabbit hole. It was definitely one of the ones that I've I've heard about before. I feel like there's a lot of, um, or at least there's more than one I know event comic that has a secret. It's you know there's secret, secret war, secret invasion, yes. and yes. Um, that it had been on my radar, but just one that I kind of missed. And as our our listeners might know, I'm a little little hit or miss when it comes to sort of the um, you know the the monthlies and. Uh, uh, the the cape and cowl monthlies. I think there was a time where I was reading a lot more, and then I would kind of drift in and out, and maybe pick up a title here and there. But this was one of the ones that I never got around to. So I'm excited to see it because these event comics in Marvel are so much fun. They really build up to them in a huge way and end up tying almost all of their their big titles together to these big events. Yeah, this was sort of peak event era when Bendis was just doing a, an event seemed like every two years and they would last, you know, eight episodes or eight issues, which would, you know, that's eight months out of the year. So it seems like it was constantly happening and constantly going on. I love them. Sometimes they, you know, whenever you're just like, I'm over here reading Fantastic Four and now you're making, you know, the writer have to like get the sc scrolls involved and involve themselves in the thing, it can get a little much. But um, I think this is one of the really good ones. And I hadn't read it either. I, I I remember when it was going on, but it was kind of just one of those like, uh, I'm sort of not in the mood, didn't have time for it. And so I'm really excited to be reading it. But let's talk about who we think this comic is for. This is where we break down who we think the perfect audience is. If you find yourself in these categories, you have to pick up the book. If not, join the comic club anyway and read it with us. Adam, who's this comic for? This comic is for fans of pretty much any Marvel character because they're all here. Alien invaders and body snatchers. Conspiracy theorists. Fans of paranoid thrillers. Adrenaline junkies. And people who love event comics, of which I am one of those people. Let's move it on over to judging a book by its cover. This is where we like to imagine ourselves walking through the comic shop and happen upon the book sitting on a shelf. What do we think about the cover? What does it say about what's inside? How cool is the logo and everything else? Adam, let's judge this book by its cover. Okay, so we're taking a look at the cover from the trade paperback edition and... This one kind of just has your classic big three Marvel characters, big three Avengers front and center. You got Captain America leading the charge as he always does. Right behind him is Thor with a nice majestic red cape for unfurling behind him. And then kind of behind both of them hovering in the air as he is wont to do is Iron Man. Um, and, Above them is the title, Secret Invasion. I really love the font that they chose for mm -hmm. the Secret Invasion. It kind of has this like exploitation uh, movie poster kind of vibe to it or something like that. Or maybe just kind of like a classic um, comic lettering style that I just thought was really cool with this. And they, they went with Tony Stark's color scheme for the lettering, which I thought was really nice because he's a very integral character to this story. 
Um, Blaine had mentioned when we were talking a little bit pre-pod that there is a large difference in this Captain America, and you can tell by what he's holding in his right hand, which is a gun. But this is a yeah. very striking cover. Um, I would definitely, definitely pull this off the shelf. Does Captain, does Steve Rogers carry a gun? No. This is Bucky himself, the Winter Soldier, who takes up the shield. He's also kind of, he's always, you can always tell because he's got the shiny armor. Um, and so it's like his uh, Captain America gear is always just like, uh, the top blue parts are like glimmery and shiny. And so this is, you know, I mentioned Captain America, Steve Rogers died. And again, this is right when Thor comes back. If you remember in the Civil War comic book, there was a Thor and they all thought he came back, but it was like a robot Thor. So this is, uh, it's just kind of a weird time in Marvel Comics whenever some of these heroes had died. We saw Hawkeye die in House of M. And, um, and then again, like I mentioned, comes back as Ronin. And so... Um, Iron Man just has a lot on his conscience. He's not sure he's made the right right decision because his friends hate him and he's kind of, you know, feels responsible for the death of Steve Rogers here. But yeah, it is a very Iron Man centric comic. I'm, I'm pretty far into this one. And though, you know, the Captain America and Thor don't play a massive role. It is actually a lot of Iron Man in this book. Yeah, definitely. I think it's an interesting play on the characters that were, dying and then kind of reappearing and everyone wondering is this the real person because that yeah you know, this story is all about who, who can you really trust that is fighting right. next to you um, that's right and um yeah i'm i'm really excited about this one and i think the other thing is lionel francis you i mean his art is so awesome it's really bombastic i there's some really great two-page spreads where you turn the page and it's all these heroes fighting against each other and because the scrolls are shape-shifting to look like heroes you just get like it's like double the heroes right you have like two wolverines on the page and you're just like yes yeah it is like sensory overload and I mentioned it's for adrenaline junkies because this thing just rips. It is just flying at, you know, 100 miles an hour right at the beginning. And the whole story is just a, a very fast paced story. Yeah. Um, and two more notes, just so you're prepared whenever you hit them as well. A couple other things here is we Nick Fury is off. We don't know where he is, and he's got the commandos somewhere. So so get ready for them to appear at some point. Um, if you read any Astonishing X-Men by Joss Whedon, he introduced this character, Abigail Brand, who is in charge of S.W.O.R.D., this space station that floats above Earth and kind of protects um, Earth from alien invaders. She's actually a mutant. She has green hair. She's like one of my favorite X-Men. I still don't even really know what her power is. Something with technology, I believe. And then as sort of like a last other party, because like Adam mentioned, there's a lot of characters in this. You have Norman Osborn, who is in charge of the Thunderbolts. And the Thunderbolts are the the, the baddies. They're kind of like the suicide squad of Marvel. And they're the team that's in charge of hunting down the unregistered superheroes and bringing them in. So I just kind of like re-reviewed my notes while we were talking. And I was like, oh, didn't set the full stage for us. But um, that'll get you covered. That's going to get you you know, prepped and ready for Secret Invasion. I think you're going to want to pick this one up because there is in the television series is going to star Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn. And so I'm really excited about that because, 
they're great actors. Sorry, I I meant Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. I mean, just like peak. Sam Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn. There's a really good cast that's been announced, and uh, yeah. a lot of the parts have not been announced. So we don't really know who a lot of these actors are going to play, but very intriguing. Come back for our full pod where we get into it, take a walk down Adaptation Alley, and we'll just be speculating blindly about what this is going to be because we still got a couple more months before it comes out but it'll be fun. Exactly. So that's going to wrap it up for this month's episode. Join us in two weeks for our full episode where we're going to talk in depth, full of spoilers and get into the nitty gritty of secret invasion. That wraps it up. Adam comic club out. Comic Club is brought to you from Upper Esh Media. This episode was edited by Adam J. Cook. Our intro and outro music is by Tiger Cup. Katie Livingston at Living Kate designed our logo. If you enjoyed the episode, tell a friend, follow us on social at Comic Club Podcast, and join our Facebook group to continue the conversation online. Remember, everyone, read more comics. Comic Club.